جمعه النووي it was compiled by Imam النووي so we say the 40 hadith of النووي because he compiled them جميلا طائر من كان يقول هذا who used to say this يا اخوان كلما أدبني دهره أرى أراني نقص عقل Every time time disciplines me, I see myself to be deficient. وكلما ازددت علما وكلما ازددت علما زادني علما بجهلي. And every time I increase myself in knowledge, the fact that I'm ignorant also increases. Me knowing how ignorant I am also increases. جميلا. Beautiful يا أخوان. من كان يقول هذا؟ Who is to say that? وكلما ازددت علما زادني علما بجهلي and every time I learn something I also realize how ignorant I really am قول عظيم جدا a beautiful statement يا اخوان ناسي من قال هذا who used to say that امام احمد قريب close تقربت super close عمر عرفته you know كلما أدبني دهر أراني نقص عقل Every time time disciplines me I see myself to be deficient وكلما ازددت علما زادني علما بجهلي And every time I increase myself in knowledge I learn something new I also realize how ignorant I really am Who used to say that? أريام شافي Imam al-Shafi are sent. As-salamu alaykum, Ya Umar. May Allah bless you. Tayyip, Nabda al-Yawm, Ya Khwan, let's begin, inshallah, Rahman Rahim. Tayyip, aina wasalna, where do we arrive? La'allana wasalna ila al-Hadith al-Tasi' wal-Ishreen. Perhaps we arrived at Hadith number 29. So, fara'na hadha, we read that one before. Al-Hadith, الثلاثين حديث نمبر ثيرتي حديث نمبر ثيرتي طائب من حفظه ويريد أن يقرأه فليقرأ who memorized and wants to recite then let them recite من من بناتنا وأخواتنا ونسائنا who's from our beloved daughters our beloved sisters would like to recite who memorized ما شاء الله أحسنتي فراه دار قطني وغيره أحسنتي وبارك الله فيك ومن بعضك anyone else after our beloved sister Beautiful, كذلك. May Allah raise you also. 
وجميع عقم in all of your aqua علما وخلقا وادبا in your knowledge in your manners especially your manners in your character ومن عندنا ثالثة الليلة we have a third memorizer tonight تفضلي It's a blessing, Yaqwan, that you have brothers and sisters who are diligent. They have a love, a desire for memorizing Quran and memorizing Hadith, studying, seeking knowledge. That's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. كثير من المسلمين اليوم على الأسف لا يبالون في القرآن ولا يبالون في الحديث ولا يبالون في طلب العلم ونستغفر الله ونتوب إليه Nowadays there are many Muslims who don't really care about learning. They don't really have a desire, a love for the Book of Allah, the Sunnah of His Messenger or seeking knowledge in general. If the servant has a desire, the sisters, the brothers, a love in their hearts that they want to learn and remove ignorance from themselves and seek knowledge, they have to be grateful. And another ni'mah from Allah, that's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَهَذِهِ النِّعْمَةِ لَا تَكُونُ فِي كَثِيرٍ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ الْيَوْمِ الْأَسَمْ And that blessing of having a desire to learn, many of the Muslims of today don't have that. فَعَلَيْكُمْ يَا إِخْوَانَ أَنْ تَشْكُرُوا رَبَّكُمْ So you have to be grateful. عَلَيْنَا جَمِيعًا We all have to be grateful to our Lord Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. وَمَنْ عِنْدَ نِسَائِنَا رَابِعَةٌ We have a fourth, one, two, three, four. We have a fourth memorizer tonight. كُلُّكُمْ All of you memorize. عَنْدَ الرِّجَالَ Our brothers. مَنْ يُرِيدَ أَنْ يَقْرَأْ Who wants to recite? May I have a look for the Sheikh? Nabi Talimatul Hashami, Rukun Ibn Nashir, Rabbullah Ta'ala, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Qal, Inna Allah Ta'ala, Farawa Farawa, Salatuliyyuha, Hajja Kulilin, Salatuliyyuha, Aharama, Aharama, Salatuliyyuha, Mashallah, Jamil and Jamil, beautiful, yeah, Sheikh, beautiful. 
عن ابي ثعلب الخشني جرثوم بن ناشر رضي الله عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ان الله ان الله فرض فرائض فلا تضيعوها وحد حدودا فلا تعتدوها وحرم اشياء فلا تنتهكوها وسكت عن اشياء رحمه له غير النسيان فلا تبحثوا عنها رواه الدار القطني وغيره Jamil, Allah Allah fina wa fikum ya Allah bless you. That's us all and bless you, ya Ikhwan. Wa man aida, Maryam, Khalidda, you remember her name? No, that's... Masmuka, what's your name again? Samir. Samir. Ana sa'unadihi Firdaus, ayna Firdaus al-yun. Ha'az ba'atakawam Firdaus. Hu ikhwa, akhun raka kadali? That's your brother too? You guys are brothers? Yeah, look similar, same, same face. Alhamdulillah. In the children's class, I can tell you everybody related. Alhamdulillah. In the home, Nafsul Wajj, they have the same face. الخشني جرثوم بن ناشر رضي الله عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إمام النووي منشنز عند الطائفة أب أبو ثعلبة أبو ثعلبة الخشني whose name is جرثوم ابن ناشر may Allah be pleased with him he says عند الطائفة أب المسجد عليه الصلاة والسلام قال that he said إن الله فرض فرائض فلا تضيعوها. Verily, Allah has legislated obligations for فلا تضيعوها. So do not squander them. Do not waste them. وحد حدودا فلا تعتدوها. And He has made حدود limits. Boundaries. He has set hududan, boundaries, limitations, or lines, not lines. Aladi yujadu wala yajuz the shafs and yataduha. Something that is set, and you have to stop there. You can't go beyond that. Boundaries, limits. Qala wa harrama ashya fala tantahikuha. And he has deemed some things haram. He has made some things unlawful. So do not fall into them. Do not do them. Do not perform them. And he was quiet about some things. Out of a mercy for you. Not out of forgetfulness. So do not look for them. Do not seek them. حديث حسن this حديث is حسن رواه دار القطني والبيحقي والحاكم this حديث is collected by Imam Dar Qutni and others from them البيحقي والحاكم from those that narrate this حديث also is Imam البيحقي والإمام الحاكم طيب هذا الحديث حديث عظيم جدا كغيره من حديث النبي صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم This hadith 
is a tremendous hadith like the other hadith of the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam alayhi salatu wassalam awwalan qala inna allaha farada faraida first benefit verily Allah has prescribed obligations he had laid he laid out some things that are faraida obligatory mithlu as-salawat al-khams like the five prayers mithlu az-zakah like zakah mithlu as-siyam like fasting wal-hajj like the pilgrimage of hajj liman yastati'u aw liman yastati'u an yahujja for the one that has the ability to make hajj for the one that has the ability to make hajj wa birri alwalidin like being dutiful and obedient to one's parents mithlu ta'ati az-zawja lizawj like the obedience of a wife to her husband mithlu nafaqati az-zawj alizawja like that man spending on his wife mithlu silatil arham like keeping the ties of kinship keeping the ties of kinship hada wajib that's obligatory fa al-faidatul ula benefit number 1 farada Allah ta'ala faraid Allah made some things obligatory Allah made some things obligatory الثانيه تو بينيفيت نمبر تو بينيفيت نمبر تو ترك الفرائض حرام بينيفيت نمبر تو ترك الفرائض حرام leave it off those things that are obligatory is haram tarakul faraid haram leaving off those obligations hada haram that's obligatory faqala fala tudayuha so he says the messenger of allah says so do not squander them meaning do not waste them perform the obligations perform the obligations for that they ruha so do not waste them do not leave them off do not squander them wa hadda hududan and then he goes on to say and and he sets meaning allah limits boundaries benefit number 3 hadda allah hududan allah has set limits Allah has boundaries limits Arabia benefit number 
Going beyond the boundaries. Allah says stop and we don't stop. The Prophet says stop, we don't stop. Going beyond, beyond the boundaries, beyond the limits is haram. To deliberately to deliberately go beyond the bounds. Allah says, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا Surah Nisa And be kind and durable to your parents. The sister says, La. And she curses her mother. That's from the greatest sins. You can go to hell. Men for the one who disobeys his parents. We mentioned to you before and to ourselves firstly. We have to try our best, our best, myself firstly, never to disobey our parents, nor our mother, nor our father. Especially your mother. You sisters, your mother commands you to do something that does not oppose Islam, then do it. Whatever she commands you to do, if it doesn't violate Islam, it doesn't oppose Islam, and you have the ability to do it, then do it. Likewise, the father. Whatever our father commands us, and it doesn't contradict, oppose Islam, then try your best to do it. That's an obligation, That's an obligation. So Allah set boundaries, limits. So do not go beyond the bounds. What was our last benefit? Benefit number four? Going beyond the bounds is haram. Number five. Benefit number five. Allah haram Allahu ba'du ashya. Allah has made some things haram. Allah has made some things haram. فَأَيَّنَّ غَيْرُ الْمُسْلِمِ يَظُنُّ أَنَّ كُلَ الْإِسْلَامِ مَاذَا عِبَادَةً 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 صَلَاةً صِيَامٌ حَجٌّ زَكَاةٌ طَلَبُ الْعِلْمِ وَالْأَمْرُ لَيْسَ كَهَكَذَا لَيْسَ هَكَذَا Many of the non-Muslims they believe you Muslims all you do is worship Allah. That's all you do. Prayer, fasting, sacrifice, hajj, seeking knowledge. That's all you do. In reality, the fear is not like that. Min al-Islam, that you do, and Allah Ta'ala, let me haram kulli shay. La. Ba'du asha, mubaha. Ba'du asha, mubaha. But the Muslim, we say, no. In our religion, everything is not haram. 
They say, you can't watch TV, you can't go to a movie, you can't do this, you can't do that. Everything is haram in your religion. They say, no, some things are haram in our religion. You can't have a girlfriend? No, that's haram. You can't do this? No, that's haram. You can't dress as you wish? No, that's haram. You women can't marry whoever you want? No, that's haram. You men can't marry whoever you want? No, that's haram. Everything is haram in your religion? No, some things are haram. It's a good shit, not everything. وَكَذَلِكَ يَسْتَتِعُ الْمُسْلِمَ أَنْ يَتَمَتَّعَ كَثِيمِ الْأَشَاءِ يَتَمَتَّعُونَ Alhamdulillah. And there are many things that we can have fun in. And that's something that we forget. We can have fun in Iqwan. We don't always have to just sit there mad and angry. No. You want to play some hoops? Maybe one day we'll let the sisters play ball one day. Alhamdulillah. Maybe. They can wear something. We have to find some type of outfit in Iqwan. Somebody can be creative, and we can have a team, uh, break it up nice, the shorter ones against the taller ones. Oh, I don't The, I don't know yet, one. The older ones against the shorter, the younger ones. Break up the teams, the brothers go somewhere, let the girls go have some fun. Maybe one day we do a relay race. The brothers, everybody get three brothers, we have a team. And we run, we have some cones. Maybe one day we do a workout day. We go to Mackin Park, we pray in the park, have a little reminder, we do some pump up, we come back to the masjid. Maybe one day we go across the street and play some kickball. The Messenger of Allah used to raise his wife. Imagine this. Even when you say it, it's amazing. And Nabiyu. Nabiyu wa nabiyukum. The Prophet of Allah. My Prophet, your Prophet. Kana yusabiqu ma'a zawjatihi fashari' amam al-nas. Imagine the Messenger of Allah raising his beloved wife in the street. The people are watching. Imagine. This is the Prophet. What it does to their hearts. He's a man. He's not an angel. Yashrab wa yakul wa yusabiqu fashari' He eats and drinks, and twice, as we know, he raised his wife. And then he was merciful to her. And one narration, he let her win. Or it looks like he let her win. And then he beat her the next time. And he said, that's for what you beat me. He's competitive, alayhi salam. He brothers that, you get married, you don't always have to, everything is rough and tough. No, Islam is easy, ikhwan. Sometimes you hold your wife's hand. You Muslims can have fun. You have emotions. Yes. <laughs> You're not robotic. I remember my mother. And I used to tell my daughter especially. When you go see Jeddah, do your hair nice. Why do we say that? Because my mother believes the Muslim women only cover. Why? Because they hair not done. They say, no, I mean, this is worship. Has nothing to do with how nice your hair looks. So I say, Naima, when you go see Ummi, do your hair the night before. To show her, the Muslim women wear something nice. Don't always have on your pajamas underneath your jilbab. Most of our women, they don't get dressed. Most of us, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I probably got on my pajamas today. Like, most of us, under our thought, we have our pajamas on. No problem. But when you go see your non-Muslim family, 
Sometimes you show them, no, the Muslims are people. Get dressed. You women, do your hair. For example, especially in front of a non-Muslim. I remember my mother, she said, oh, mashallah, you look beautiful. I never knew. She didn't know that. She thought, oh, you only wear a kimar because you need your hair done. I said, no, me, this is worship. Has nothing to do with hairstyles, no hairstyles. Diet. Absolute faida, last benefit, Ikhwan, number five. Allah makes some things haram. Not everything is haram. Not everything is haram. We can have fun sometimes, Ikhwan. We're Muslims. We're people. We worship Allah this time, then we play some, we have some fun. No problem. Just allow to have fun, Ikhwan. As long as the fun doesn't take you outside of Islam. You don't go beyond the limits. Right? Sometimes it pleases us. Pleases us on the weekend, mashallah, when the kids are here. Wa yahradun, yiraji'un, yadrusun. Summa jaa waqtu raha, wa yalabun. Our children, when you come on Saturday and Sunday, mashallah, they memorize, they rehearse, they review, they study. And then recess comes, they go have fun. And then they come back and they do some more learning. Alhamdulillah. That's how it should be, Ikhwan. Sometimes you say, hey, Abdullah, let's go have some fun. Let's go do something. Whatever you want to do, let's go to the zoo. One of my funnest times with your brother was at the zoo. We had a ball, mashallah. We got on that little train. I don't know why we got on that train, Ikhwan, that wasted half our time. The brother, Nadir, his idea, and Aisha, they wanted to get on the train, so we got on the train. And then we saw everybody else having fun. I said, okay, we shouldn't be having fun with them. We're on the train. At any rate, we had a wonderful time that day, Ikhwan. I know I did. Alhamdulillah. We have to go earlier next time. When we got there, we only had two hours to have fun. So we didn't see a lot of animals. At any rate, the children have fun. Alhamdulillah. And, Kanamajanan, it was free. We didn't have to pay anything. So we can go to the zoo anytime we want for free. As long as we say we live in two towns Jacksonville, something like that. Jackson County. Clay County and something else county. Jackson and Clay. You sisters want to go to the zoo? Just say you live in those counties. Uh, well, don't say you live there. If you don't live there, if you live there, you can go for free. If you don't live there, then you have to pay a small fee. The masjid, if you use the masjid address, Alhamdulillah, the masjid qualifies you to go to that place. And they were real nice to us. We got to pray. Some people were watching us pray, gave some da'awah. Alhamdulillah. These ladies was, hey, what they doing? What, 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 what those people doing? And they watched us make salah. Alhamdulillah. That was humbling, Yaqwa. Tayyip Namashi, let's continue. Qala bismillahir rahmanir raheem. Wa harrama ashya'a fala tantahikuha. And Allah made some things haram. So do not fall into them. Do not do them. Wa sakata an ashya'a rahmatan lakum. Benefit number six. He says, And Allah was quiet about some things. Out of mercy for you. Benefit number six. Benefit number six. From the descriptions of Allah is being quiet. From the descriptions of Allah is as-sukut. 
من صفات الله السكوت as the messenger of Allah says وَسَكَتَا and he was quiet about some things طيب ماسي كيف سكوت الله how is the being quiet attributed to Allah from the description of Allah is a sukut that Allah is quiet when Allah wishes to be quiet Allah is quiet how is he quiet in a manner that befits his majesty in a manner that befits his majesty. Qala rahmatan lakum. Benefit number six. Limada yaskutullah ta'ala ayyanan an ba'd al-ashya. Benefit number six. Why is Allah quiet from mentioning some things? What's the benefit of that? The Prophet says, rahmatan lakum. Out of mercy for you. So benefit number six. Why? Is Allah quiet regarding some things? Limada Allah. Why did Allah why is he quiet regarding some things? The Prophet mentioned Rahmatan Lakum out of mercy for you. Out of mercy. Some of the non-Muslims think Islam, you have to do so many things. You say no. All you have to do is six things. You have to do all these things in Quran. That's perception they believe. Oh, the Muslim woman, she's oppressed. No, she's honored. You Muslim man, you're oppressed. No, tasharrafna, we are honored. You can't do whatever you want. Yes, and that's a blessing. You can't eat whatever you want to eat. Yes, that's a blessing too. You can't wear whatever you want. Yes, that's true. That's also a blessing. Sometimes the non-Muslim, and don't be afraid to clarify Islam to them, Yaqwan. Abadan. Abadan. Don't be afraid. Ahyanan nash'uru bi idha ubayyan lahu al-haq yafirru min al-deen. Fala ubayyan al-haq lahu. La. Sometimes you think, if I tell him the truth, what Islam says, he's not going to accept it. So therefore, I'm going to change it. No. The man says, hey, can I wear gold? You say yes. Yes. I leave it like that? No. You clarify. You can wear gold one time and one time only. Yes. When is it? In the hereafter. You tricked me. I didn't trick you. I'm clarifying the religion. Tricking you would say, hey, you can wear gold. And then he says, repeat after me. Ashhadu an la ilaha Muhammad Rasulullah. He's Muslim. Take that gold chain off now. You said I can wear it. Yeah, what I meant was in the Jannah. No, you clarify. And don't be afraid to clarify. Our, our sister from last week, she came. We hope she, we didn't chase her away. We hope it wasn't too harsh. We tried our best. We hope. Every question, her first question, every woman is going, every non-Muslim. Hey, hey, why does Islam say a man can marry a young woman? You clarify. Number one. That was almost 2,000 years ago. Not 20, not 15, not 50, 
not 100, not 200, not 500, not almost 1,500 years ago. Time is different. Once you clarify that to them, it makes it easy. Not today. Not today. No one's going to marry a woman that's a young girl. You may see it in some African countries, some Muslim countries, but their situation is different. A lot of them are not as developed. A lot of times in the villages. But if she's a woman, that's allowed. That's. But it may be frowned upon, depending on where you live. For example, you're not going to be a brother, you're 30 years old, and you're going to marry a 15-year-old woman. That's allowed religiously. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not frowned upon. But in your society, it may be frowned upon. You're never going to see no one marry their cousin outside of a Muslim country. In a Muslim country, this happens a lot. Where the man, he marries his cousin. There's no harm in that. You see it a lot. In the Western society, you're barely going to see that. I don't know, no one yet. I've never met a brother yet who marries aunt, uh, who married his uh, cousin. Not that it doesn't exist. But in America, you're not going to see it a lot. But two cousins come, hey, I want to marry my cousin. You're not going to say, oh, no, no, no. That's haram. You should. You clarify. That's allowed. I may say in America, it may be hard. You may get mocked in the likes. I'm not allowed. There was one brother, he said, why do you wear your thobe in America? You're not afraid? Why don't you wear it till they come to the masjid in your regular clothes and then change your clothes when you go into the mosque? He said, no. We're not afraid of anyone except Allah. Our sisters outdo us. Alhamdulillah. Usually the brothers, when the sun comes up, what do we do? We Many of us believe the sunnah and we do what's allowed. We take our thobe off, we put our t-shirt on, we may put an izar on, maybe. We take our kimar off, and especially when we get our nice haircut, we don't wear no, no kimaya, khawan. The sis, mashallah ta'ala, even in the summer. May Allah, you guys think I'm making a joke when I say, may Allah make us like our women. That's a dua I'm saying from my heart. And I'm the rabbi, and I'm going to We're asking Allah to make us like them in many things. Not in everything. Not in emotions. No, not in emotions. Not like that. When a woman is emotional, just get out the way, khawan. <laughs> She's like a train. Just get out the way. Don't try to block her. Don't try to hold her back. Just let her ride down the train. Down the track. So not like that. But many things, they outdo us. They're more diligent, more studious most of the time. They hold on to the sunnah more than us, mashallah ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. How many times you go to the park, you see the Muslim family. Allah Akbar. And you see the sister, mashallah. Jilbab from head to toe. The baby girl, jilbab, head to toe. Then you see the husband. Oh, pants and a shirt. Then you see the little baby boy, pants and a shirt. Only the sunnahs on the women. And that's what it looks like to most of us. That only the women follow the sunnah. So we have to be more like our sisters here. So benefit number six, you're going to write, Why is Allah quiet? Why didn't he mention some things? Out of mercy. The Prophet mentions, Rahmatan lakum, out of mercy for you. Rayun isyan, not out of forgetfulness. Benefit number seven. 
Benefit number eight. Benefit number eight. Those things that Allah did not mention. Those things that Allah did not mention. Leaving them off is better. Al-umur allati sakat Allahu anha. Those things that Allah did not mention. He was quiet about. He didn't mention. Tarukuha awla. To leave them off, don't search after them. It's better that you leave them off. Don't get into the dialogue. What if this happens? What about if you can do? What about that? What about this? It's better not to play that game. As the Prophet said, do not seek after them. Do not search them. Search for them. Those things that Allah was quiet about. They don't go after them. For example, we had a conversation in a restaurant. And uh, Ahmed Omar, Muhammad, uh, Zayd, We were talking about the description of the earth. Is the earth flat or not flat? In reality, it's better that we leave that off. It's better. It's not haram, but it's better. Why? Allah was quiet about it. Allah didn't specify is the earth flat or round or the lights, a triangle, murabba, uh, rectangle or the lights. At any rate, some scholars come later on from benefit. Some say it's round, some say it's flat, some say some say. At any rate, there are many things Allah didn't mention. So it's better not to talk about it. Allah didn't mention it, it's better not to mention it. As the Prophet said, فَلَا تَبْعَثُ عَنْهَا Do not seek after them. وَمَنْ هَذَا الْبَاءِ مَا فَائِدَةُ مَعْرِفَةِ ذَلِكَ In reality, what's the benefit of knowing that? Doesn't really increase your knowledge. Doesn't really increase your iman. In reality. Some of the Muslims, they say, مَثَلًا عِنْدَمَا سُقِتَ آدَمُ وَزَوْجَتُهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ كَانُوا أَوْ كَانَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ some people say when Adam and his wife were sent down from the heavens upon the earth, where were they at? What country? Saudi Africa, India, America. Uh, what country were they in? So you find that Arabs say, hey, كان في سعودية أو كان عندنا وكل يقولون كان عندنا وهذا يقولون كان عندنا وكلها وكلهم عندهم معرفة بذلك فتركوا أولا. So every country man says, hey, Adam was in our country. No. The African, no, he was in Africa. The Indian, no, he was in India. The, uh, the Pakistani, no, he was in uh, Pakistan. Everyone claims he was in their country. In reality, leaving that off is better. What's the benefit? You find the people where they have that, the militant, the Komian, they're for their culture. So the black man says, hey, Adam was black. 
And the Arab says, لا 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 كان عربيا. He was Arab. And then the Indian says, no 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 no. كان هنديا. He was Indian. And what's the benefit? If he was black, he was black. What's the benefit? If he was Arab, he was Arab. What's the benefit? If he was Pakistanian, alhamdulillah. Some people say, hey, Adam that came down, that wasn't the first Adam. There was another Adam. If it was another Adam, it was another Adam. If he was the only Adam, he was Adam. Somebody says, is Maryam a prophet or righteous woman? You heard this argument before. Buy it. You heard that before the end. Oh, we'll give you a benefit, inshallah. قال أكثر العلماء أنها ليست رسولاً أو ليست نبياً. Most of the scholars say she was not a prophet. Most scholars say that. لا يوجد من الأنبياء إلا الرجال. They say there was only all the prophets were men. لكن كان بعض العلماء يقولون من معنى كلمة النبي أنها نبي. There are some scholars Ibn Hajar. I believe in Al-Bayhaqi. Other than them, a small few. They say, from the meaning of the word prophet, she is a prophet. And perhaps that's the strongest opinion in Allah's Most scholars say, no, she was just a righteous woman. She's not a prophet. No problem. Other scholars say, what does the word prophet mean? Who knows? Who remembers? What does the word prophet mean? What's the difference between a prophet and a messenger? Yeah, messengers like yes, they can be. The messengers, uh, each one of them, a revelation came to them, or not each one of them a revelation, but only the messenger is commanded to receive it. to believe. The messengers are commanded to give it out. The prophets are not. So if Allah spoke to Maryam, if she has revelation, Allah spoke to her, this meaning, Yashmaluha, includes her. If the Prophet is the one that received revelation, Allah spoke to them. And the Messenger is the one Allah spoke to, but commanded them to convey the message. The Prophet wasn't. Uh, the Messenger wasn't. If this is the meaning that most scholars say, then she fits. Allah spoke to her in the Quran. So some scholars say she's a prophet. <coughs> Wasn't it Jibril that spoke to her? She's, Jibril came to her with revelation. We don't mean uh, No. When we say revelation, we don't mean Allah spoke to her directly with no angel. Not like that. But Jibril comes to her with revelation from Allah. Like he did Muhammad and Isa. And other than that, other than them. So according to these great scholars, she's a prophet. I give another benefit. In reality, what's the benefit of that knowledge? She a prophet or not? Her being a prophet increases you in anything? Her not being a prophet decreases you in anything? No. We'll give you one last one. في سفينة النوح عليه السلام الخشب منها من أي شجرة the ark the ship of Noah the wood that the ark was made from what type of wood was it from what tree was it oak was it blueberry oak was it 
Muslims argue points that in reality was the benefit. You know where Adam was. That increases your iman. Maryam is a prophet or a righteous woman. That increases your iman. No. I'll give you another one. Some say the Prophet of Allah, his wife, Sophia, they met us Why did he marry her? For whatever reason, he married her. Why, when the woman came to propose to the Messenger of Allah, why did he reject her? But he married Hafsa. What's the benefit of that, Yaqwan? Some of our arguments, we have to ask ourselves, What's the benefit of having knowledge of that? For whatever reason, in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, I have no proof for this. If you want to benefit from it, no problem. If not, no problem. It's my opinion. I don't think the Prophet is rejecting her when he looked up and looked away. What I understand is, what I understand is that the Prophet of Allah is teaching the men that if you want to get married to someone, you are allowed to look. You are allowed to look. So the Prophet looked up and looked away. So this shows you are allowed a woman. Uh, you are allowed to look at a woman. Right? Maybe not 20 looks. No one's going to be outside like, like Muhammad. Muhammad want to get married. And we see the brother, and he's always going to be here, Omar. We said, what happened to Muhammad? And he's always here. <laughs> Not like that. He said, Effie, I learned from you. I get a look. And he eats his lunch here. He sits here all day. And there, check it out, I get my look. Not like that, Yaqwan. You like a sister, you're interested in a sister, you get a look. How do you know? Sister comes to you, hey, you look up. MashaAllah. You look away. Alhamdulillah. Ahmed's going to say, hey, I got to get my hair done first. That's first, that's number one. <laughs> it's okay to be pretty, Ahmed. May Allah bless you. Today we did one hadith, Yaqwan. Hadith Thalatud. Any other benefits there, inshallah ta'ala. Our next hadith we're going to start is hadith number 31. We have nine hadith left, mashallah ta'ala. And then we're going to give a test at the end of the book. Inshallah ta'ala. And then for those who pass, we're going to give you a certificate, inshallah ta'ala, from this hadith, this book of hadith. Our ijazat in this hadith book comes from our shaykh. We have two scholars that we have permission from in for the hadith. Our shaykh Abu Abdullah Muhammad ibn Ahmad al-Masna'i. Hafidahullah. It is another permission we have from another shaykh. But I forget his name at this moment. Astaghfirullah. Who was the ikhwan? Our Sheikh Al-Masna'i, and there's another Sheikh that I forget at this moment. So our ijazah will be from Sheikh Al-Masna'i. And may Allah bless you for those who pass. So if you have any other questions to be put, you can do so. If not, we'll stop there. And may Allah bless you all. You go to a janazah? After they bury the person, they do dua in jama'ah like every single time. Is that a sunnah? Um, it's allowed to make dua for the deceased in jama'ah, but it's better that you make the salah over that person. And if the, sometimes you see the, the shaykh, the imam, the student there, he may want to give some words, a reminder. 
that's allowed also. We can't say it's a sunnah, but while you're burying the person or after it's over, the Imam, the Shaykh, he comes and he gives a reminder about death or the lights. That's allowed. But we can't raise that action to the Prophet without proof. Likewise, making dua in unison, that will be allowed. Someone comes and makes a dua there. MashaAllah Ta'ala. And then we nu'ammim, we all say ameen. That's allowed. But we can't say the Messenger of Allah did it. Huwa mithru dua fi kulli that's like every Jumu'ah where the Imams at the end they make a dua. Every, every Jumu'ah. That's allowed. But you can't say that's a sunnah. You can't say that's a sunnah. Some of us believe I have to make a dua at the janazah. We have to come together in a group and make a unison dua. No, it's not a sunnah. It's allowed. If you want to go in the corner and make your own dua, no problem. Like in the Jumu'ah, the Imam says, Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Aqeem As-Salaam. Someone says, hey, you didn't make dua. Alhamdulillah. Not a sunnah. Something that's allowed to do. That's what I would say, may Allah sure. You brothers online, you sisters online, have anything to mention? If not, we'll stop there. And may Allah bless you all. Shaykh Khalid. Labas. Tayyib, wa subhanakallahumma bihamdika, shadu an la ilaha illa anta istakfuqa wa tubu alayhi. Wassalamu alaykum.